Welcome to The Alamon Show. Here, we'll discover the success stories of local business trailblazers, where we discuss topics from marketing strategies to community engagement. You'll gain practical insights for your own venture. Join us weekly to celebrate and learn from our local entrepreneurial heroes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and become a part of our growing community of business enthusiasts and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get started. I'm Ariana Luxury Homes, and I'm with Pearson Smith Realty. When you create relationships, it's you and your client. Yeah. It's real, like, and this might ruffle some feathers, but I don't think people hire brands. Brands. I think they're hiring people and relationships that they've built or the reputation that they've built. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. At least for the most part. I'm sure some people will just look up a certain company, but that's not the majority of it. Yeah, no. I mean, I think to build a robust business that has longevity, you have to become a referral agent. Is or are referrals the only thing that you would utilize as a, you know, longtime agent? No. You know, I am 100% referral, but that's not my only lead source. Yeah. You know? Like doing things in the community, meeting new people, you know, you always have to have, you can't just rely. And it's so funny because I think I hear this a lot and it makes me sort of giggle that people teach agents to be referral agents, right? Mm -hmm. And I think in their minds, when they're young in the business, they think like, if I could just like really hit my friends and family, like I'll be successful. And You can be for a period of time, which is a cycle. If you sell a house to every person that you know, it's going to be a little while before they want to buy another house, right? Most likely, but they'll refer you to other people, right? That's kind of the lifeblood. But then there's got to be like a whole other really robust side to things, right? Yeah. Bringing in new experiences. And so how do you do that? You say that you can connect in with the community. Tell me a little bit more about that. Oh, I have always made it, you know, I have a um, a service heart, they say, you know, because um, I think it's just because of the way I, you know, grew up. I went to school at Madeira in Great Falls, right? And very like women, girl empowering. Um, and I have always volunteered and always been a part of my community. That's a part of the curriculum um, for Madeira. So I took that always. I have always volunteered. I have always been a part of my community. I have always done things that were um, passionate to my heart because, and I'm sorry, I hit the microphone there. (laughs) Um, And I'm very animated when I talk, by the way. (laughs) Um, But I do things that are passionate to my heart because I have to live very authentically. And if I'm not living authentically, servicing my business authentically, bringing myself into the community authentically. Like, like I really am not a happy person. Yeah. So it's like, that's just a value that you were raised yeah. with and around. Totally. So it's part of like, who you, you keep saying the word authentically. I've got to show up authentically. I've got to be authentic. I've got to like, how, and that's such a buzzword. How do people find out really who they are as a business owner? Mm, yeah. Well, that's a good question because um, I think people start with the really famous why, right? That's like, you know, whole giant corporations are built on that exact phrase. What is your why, right? 
And that does get you far. I mean, to some extent, you're like, you know, most people will say like their family, their um, their friends, their community, stuff like that. Um, but then you really have to like dig in, right? It's not the only driver can't be your children. You know, the only driver can't be that you just like are like success hungry, right? The driver has to be something more rich, right? Um, is kind of how I would describe it. And how did you discover what that was for you? Yeah. So just painstaking changes, you know, um, one element of my personality is that I just try to grow and change and bring in, I think I've said this metaphor already in this interview, but bringing in new information is always really healthy and good for you. Challenging. Um, and so as we all do, I've made some changes in my career over the years, becoming more, which is like a deadly term, but like self-focused, right? What is going to um, give me longevity, right? I think at this point in my career, I don't probably ever want to rebrand ever again, right? Yes, I am done, right? And so, right, exactly. And that's why it's, um, you know, why my branding is so very, very personal. It's Ariana Luxury Homes. It's not the team, the group, you know, it's just me because I know I can live that authentically forever until I, you know, die in an open house. (laughs) Just kidding. You know, I always say realtors like never, you know, die. They just fade away. Right. You know, so. Well, tell me a little about branding because branding seems very near and dear to your heart. Like, yeah. What is that? Because a lot of our audience, they're small business owners of the community here in Long County area. What is marketing and branding? What does that look like for you? And why is brand and reputation so important? Yeah, when you put it together, right, when you're working and perhaps you're working for someone else's brand, right? Maybe you, if you're a small business owner, perhaps you were with another business owner at some point that inspired you to be your own business owner, right? And so I think um, just, you know, essentially, you know, you have to establish yourself as, you know, as 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 a brand that you can stand behind, you know? Yeah. Um, that kind of, I kind of like went off the deep Your end there with going somewhere else. Totally. I know, doing. I know I've done that before where you're like, no, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Right. Right. Well, right. I just feel like, you know, you need to kind of, you know, if you're going to brand yourself or you're going to brand your company and um, you, you have to do something that you're going to truly identify with yeah. and, um, that you can, you know, bring out to the community in your elevator speech, so to speak, you know? Yeah. So, um, so that's where I was kind of going with that yeah. is even if you are under a larger brand, perhaps when you do want to develop your own brand, you know, you've learned some things that you maybe like don't want to do or do want to do as you bring that into your future brand yeah. for and business so owners. And so for business owners, relationships, anything where you right. get into multiple of that thing. So yeah. like, you know, we get into relationships and we're like, well, I know what I don't want. Yeah. Right. But I did kind of like that aspect of it. So when you get to the next relationship, you're like, oh, that was a red flag. I know I don't like that. So don't get that into that again. And for me, I feel like that's kind of been my own journey as I was, I never worked for, well, I did partner with another photographer actually before, and I kind of helped him build up his business. Mm-hmm. And I 
he taught, he was an amazing mentor. He yeah. So Not to much. say that those people didn't teach us like no, a ton of correct. things or that somebody that you identified with as a respected business owner don't uh, influence they us. They don't. certainly yeah. do. 100%. And I, so I learned so much. But along the way, I did pick up on some things where it's like, you know, for him, it's been like 15 years since I've even seen him. But for him, his business relied on like two to three key clients. They were yeah. the biggest clients that he had and they paid 80% of his income. I remember thinking, I don't ever want that. I don't want to ever feel so reliant on like two to three clients. Yeah, that would be scary because if one went away, that would be a large part of your business. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that where we learn. So then even my branding, my marketing, my business. I was like, okay, no, I've got, I want to, I want to build something big. And how do I do that? And how do I identify with the right types of people? It's funny that you said no, the no's, because I was just talking to a new um, client and I was just like, you know, we just need to like get you in the car and go out and do, you know, we need to see a bunch of no's. And and when I mean no's, I mean like, oh, I get out there and I'm like, no, I don't want that. Or yeah, you know what I mean? It's a lot of no's when you first kind of start going through something new um, until you kind of figure out. What is what are the yeses for you? Yeah. That's branding, and of course, I um, I am by no means a brand expert, and so I had looked to other people in my network yeah. and enlisted a brand expert uh, marketing um, agency called Elevate It I was Now. Say who? Yeah, who did you work Yeah, Elevate It Now. It's um, Monica Malave. Is she national or is she local? Um, she's national and she's actually, um, pretty prolific. She, um, is also a brand. Prolific. That's a big word. Yeah. She's like like that Adobe (laughs) brand uh, ambassador. She's like, you know, really, really big marketing um, person. And, and so when I first enlisted her, it was like the beginning of the pandemic. It was a whole other thing. Like we never even met each other in person, except for having met each other in the past through like some networking. Um, and we worked a lot remotely during that time. And so yeah, I was kind of lucky in that I did a lot of the branding during that time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like a really seamless quiet. transition, yeah. right? Because right I there. even had many clients that kind of say to me like, so like you're, you're like doing your own thing now, you know what I mean? And, and so like they subtly noticed over time, but it wasn't anything dramatic. You know, I'm not all about the drama, you know, anything that you're going to do in your business for my business, real estate, um, is, is going to have an influence on your business for like six months in the future, even if it's a good decision. Yeah. Explain that. Uh, just like making changes in your business, right? Even if they're positive changes, right? They do affect you in the future. Like everything we're doing right now is affecting our future business. I mean, we're going to eventually put this out into the universe and, and, you know, hopefully the end result is that it affects, you know, your business, right? You know, so um, good or bad, you know, you're casting the die in the water now by the actions that we're taking. Yeah, and that's something that I coach my team and other small business owners that I am friends with when we have conversations is if right now you're sitting in the suck of your business, right. you're like, <laughs> why do I have no clients? What's going on? Look three to four months back. Yeah. What were you doing then? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously you can quickly pick up the phone, you can call people, you can text people. So yes, like if you're a hustler and you've got that type of like, grit you can it doesn't do even that. matter if you're a hustler no person man or woman superwoman you know 
five full-time jobs, you know, that we, that we cover, everyone needs a break. A hundred percent. Or you break. will break. You will break. Like you will take a break or you will break, you know? I like that. Yeah. Take a break or you're going to break. You're going to break Something because then something is going to completely overwhelm you. And then, you know, you like fall off the curb, you know? texting or something and then you're you know an injury always like I always know if I'm doing something I'm super distracted you know if I injure myself yeah Yeah, I'm like whoa yeah wow wow I need to yeah "Mm, yeah slow down yeah no and I think that's a good point though is yeah like as a small as a business owner if you want a successful future you got to start now yeah or like just start yeah just start just start it's okay. Like, go look back at my first videos and, you know, you will see how much things have changed. Since you just you, I'll just have to start. Yeah. yeah, you know. What's one of your biggest, uh, not necessarily regrets, but if you go back and do it over again, knowing now what you know. Ah, branding earlier. Branding earlier, just being kind of, you know, maybe, um, you know, I've worked over the years for a lot of great brands and companies, but like, was I making Coldwell Banker, you know, richer? Who who was I servicing? You know, I don't like to feel like a worker bee, Yeah. you know? And if I get that mentality that I'm like a worker bee, then I'm like not, you know, I'm like, no, I really feel authentically like I am really, and I'm so sorry for grabbing this microphone again, but right? Like yeah. just- um, Well, because you're a real estate agent. Real estate agents go into business because they want to serve their clients and their people the way that they see Run my own business. business, yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was an interesting model. The, yeah. The, right? Because it's like you never truly are allowed to do 100% unless you're a broker. But even then, you've got like stipulations that you've got to like work Yeah. Right in. now in my life, you know, I am, I'm a broker too. Okay. I, I've run brokerages. Yeah. Okay. I've been in the business since 2001. I went into new construction with Brookfield Homes in 2001. And 2003, I got my general brokerage license. And like 2008, I got my... Um, broker's license. So I have like, so you are a broker. I, didn't I am a broker, but when you work under a broker, Pearson Smith, right? Yeah. I'm an associate broker. So anyone you see with that associate broker, yeah. um, we are all broker licensed. Um, but when you work under a larger broker, then you become an associate broker. But it's an interesting model, the real estate like industry where I know whenever I would partner or work with real estate agents or I do like content for them, you gotta put that whole like yeah. There's a lot of that. Some are more than others for sure, but there are um, those. I think are also like state and federal requirements as well. Yeah, um, but no other or very few other industries. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, full disclosure with lenders, you yes. know, or people. I think insurance people kind that's of have big. to have those disclosures like that yeah, as well. That's interesting. So marketing and branding is something that you would change. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have branded to just something Ariana anchored, you know, um, years earlier, because I truly think I could have, you know, maybe built out something, you know, pretty robust in this time frame. Yeah. But you don't know as a young agent, like where, you know, where your business is coming from or how to, you know, now I feel like the younger agents coming in, people are like, treat it like a business and do all these things that are like a business, They're right? them like correctly how to maybe better it. skill sets right you know for me I felt like it was um here's your business card now go get some business 
Yeah. And that business card, I have some of those photos where they literally lined you up with a Polaroid on the wall at the Long and Foster, which was the first office because it was right across like the street from my house. Like these are the things, you know, not like like, tactically. Right. Totally. I was like, I could walk there, you know? Yeah. And now it's so, so, so different. This, you know, this, my business is so strategic and so intentional and so like planned and, and who I want to affiliate with in my business and who I want to represent my business is so, so different now, all these years later. Why does that matter? It just matters because of your reputation, you know, reputation. Yeah. Being, you know, your reputation in real estate. I mean, you're already working against stereotypes about real estate agents, right? And so you, for me, it's super important because my business is about helping people really like unlock their equity, move into something that's going to be a nest egg for them, empower themselves to get out of rentals, you know, have peace of mind if there are, you know, um, certain things that they want me to do with their real estate or be an advocate for them um, or just be able to be a resource for them in the community. Like who I work with in that capacity matters. And so like one, not, I mean, let's just not say like it's so dramatic, but like one bad review, you know, but it could be, you know, some of those things could be really detrimental to your reputation and to your business if people think that, you know, you're not, um, you're not truthful, you're not um, really looking out for them. Because I think a lot of people in the world today are pretty much like, people are going to do bad things to them, yeah. you know. And when you're talking about somebody's largest asset, you don't want to put that on the line. Absolutely not. I want people to um, truly know that like everything about the experience is sacred to me, their privacy, you know, our ability to communicate, our ability to work well together and pivot if we need to. Right. I mean, good real, like easy real estate is like, you know, people who got into the business and they'll, you know, over the pandemic or things like that and think that real estate is really easy, really don't have a super, super long-term career. Because I'll tell you, a lot of what we do is very like, you know, psychology and counseling and finance. I mean, there's a lot that we do. We take into it as a entrusted, I think, relationship, you know? So um, I think all of that is really important. You know, one thing I want to touch on too is when you're talking about reputation, this is really big to me in terms of like who you align with yourself with really matters because when I, when I recommend or I affiliate with this person, my name is on the line. So when, and I hate, I hate it when this happens, but if they do something not in alignment with my values the person that doesn't know me very well, they see this person and they're like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're connected with Aaliyah. So I think Aaliyah's probably yeah, does she well. Yeah, does she accept this kind of like shenanigan? Is this something that she's okay with? And, and, it was and really then you're funny. like, oh my I God. Know. Yeah. I don't know, but you don't want to come out there and be like, hey, just FYI, I don't like, that's not me. Sure. It's like such a weird dynamic. Yes, it's super the is. the cancel culture that happened, <laughs> right? And I don't really want to get into that, but- that really made it evident where it's like people almost started expecting you to come out and say, no matter what it was, whether it was a, a local connection or something on a global oh, scale. Yes. Like I know what you're talking do about. I, do I 
accept this type of behavior or don't I? I mean, it happens right, you have to, times, just like, you have to years. totally, like, in, yeah, take a stance almost, yeah. Yes, because people want to know that stuff. And I have a really hard time with that because I don't believe anything is black and white. Never. Um, I'm in, I'm of the mindset of, like, it's, it's shades of gray. Sure. A lot of it is today. Totally. Yeah, I know. I, um, yeah, I had a listing appointment, um, a couple days ago and the seller was so sweet. And at the end of the conversation, she said to me, you know, and I would say this is the most negative thing that happened in the entire, you know, interview is she said, you're too good to be true. You're, everything you're saying is resonating with me. You really listen to what I was saying um, beyond my words, you know, and everything that you've presented is like over the top. Like she wasn't expecting she was going to get this incredibly um, cohesive, luxurious sort of, you know, listing experience. Yeah. Um, and that it was like too good to be true. And I thought like, wow, that is a really... I, like, I'd never really heard anybody say that before, but I was like, no, I actually am true. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is it. I was like, this true. is, this is the luxury experience for every price point, honey. You know what I mean? Like yeah. totally, you know, and I was like, this is really cool. Like, this is where I want to be with my business. And that it was probably a surprising, but good sign to be like, okay, how many other experiences has right. this woman and many other people yeah. have had to where they're expecting yeah, I was. I thought it was really interesting. I came in second on, you know, like I um, was the second person in to interview with her for the listing, and um, and so I know that she had talked to other people, but you know, I don't think um, the way I bring things to the table is like very different um, than than most. Like very more holistic, and a lot of what we had to do for that, and for a lot of people, is you know, you need to unlock like a whole other thing with what. Um, so like, so you're sitting on a bunch of equity. So what? Yeah. If you have no idea what your next phase of life is going to entail, yeah. then you have, then who cares about your equity right now, yeah. right? You need to start like doing some things like I had said about putting in new information. You need to start feeding yourself new information yeah. so that you can make, um, you know, I think you have to intentionally bring that about, right? And yeah. that's like, you teach that to business owners. I teach these principles to buyers, sellers, investors, you know, different people in my network as well. Yeah. You know, I think these are like life principles, yeah. um, like being a good business owner, regardless of industry. I think we all think alike in some capacity mm -hmm. and we're helping people or we wouldn't be doing what we're doing, you know? I totally agree. Um, last thing I want to ask you specifically, because I, yeah. I want to, I love the small business because that's my, like the marketing yeah. and that's my thing. Yeah. In terms of home ownership yeah. and um, that realm, that's your expertise, what is one – I know this is off the spot. I didn't like – No, it's fine. This question. Yeah, I love off the spot. That's the best way. <laughs> what is one either tip or advice that you wish more homeowners knew? Like right now specifically? Right now specifically to yeah, yeah. what's going on in our yeah. amazing – Yeah, economy. don't believe the hype. Okay. 100%. Excellent. Yeah. Um, there's some great opportunities for buyers right now. Okay. There are builders giving like incredible incentives, like pre-built in low rates, like ridiculously low rates that you would be shocked about. Um, there are inspections. There are 
many things that are kind of coming back into play right now. You know, um, yes, there are some hot spots. Okay. We're not talking about the hot spots specifically, you know, we're talking whole, like as a whole, yeah. you know, I would say, um, for people like, don't believe the hype. It actually isn't a bad time to buy if you need to buy. Um, and you know, sellers, it's still a seller's market. Um, it's an inventory, you know, crunch is essentially what we're dealing with. So, um, sellers, you know, start putting in some of that new information, thinking about your next phase in life. If you're sitting on a lot of equity, you know, and, um, and like take the plunge because I think like great things can come from like releasing that equity as well, you know, for sellers. So buyers jump in there and sellers start thinking about it. What's the first step they should do to start that process? Oh my gosh. Call me. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. What's the best place that somebody can uh, find out more? Oh, well, you know, I bring everything online. So Instagram, Facebook, I'm even on TikTok, YouTube, my Ariana Luxury Homes. Do um, (laughs) There actually might be a video or two on there with my daughter from the pandemic. I won't lie. Um, You know, um, but yeah, social media and arianaluxuryhomes.com. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for being a guest on this podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Yeah, it was great. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of The Alamon Show. If you are a business owner, you are in the Northern Virginia area, or you're willing to come out and visit us here in our Leesburg studio, and you've been in business for at least five years, I invite you to apply or nominate a guest for an upcoming show. Go to alamonphotography.com and click on podcast where you'll find a link to nominate a guest. And thanks as always for listening.